You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Guess what? Healing Arts Podcast has been nominated for a Coalition of Visionary Resources Award as one of the best spiritual podcasts. Thank you so much for supporting my show and for listening to the program. I would love it if you would vote for the show. And the other nominees I have this year is Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds was nominated as the best book in past life regression. And Journeys Through the Akashic Records was nominated as one of the best self-help books. And so I've got the links below. I would love it if you would take a moment to vote for me. I would be so grateful. And if you complete the screens on the survey, hit the complete button and take a screenshot, you can email me at Shelly at ShellyCare.com and I will give you a free guided imagery journey that you can enjoy to say thank you for voting for my books and for this Healing Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I look forward to joining you for season 15, which will be coming up soon. And in the meantime, thanks for your vote. Hey friends, would you like to heal your ancestors to heal your life? Well, you can do just that with my book by the same name that will teach you my genealogical regression process so that you can send love and light to your ancestors. And by learning a few simple techniques, you will begin to feel the benefits of that healing resonating through yourself and your entire family, past, present, and future. Check out my book, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life, The Transformative Power of Genealogical Regression, today. Just go to pastlifelady.com, click on the book link, and check it out. Thank you so much. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hey, dear one. I hope you're having a wonderful week. So we're back with more of the Best of Healing Arts podcast. And today I have two of my favorite people. We're going to revisit my fun talk with Jonathan and Andy Goldman. They are the sound pioneers. And in this episode, 
we get into their book called The Humming Effect. And so we're humming, we're having a great time. And I really do love these two. They are a ton of fun. And I know you'll enjoy it. And they really do, in my mind, they prove that humming is actually healing. And so what could be better than that? Not much. But I did go ahead and pick one of my very, very favorite books to talk about in the first segment, which is Gemstone Journeys. That book came out in 2002, so it has just also celebrated its 20th anniversary. And so we're digging deeply into the past to talk about what is still my favorite gem healing book that I've ever written. This one gets into a lot more of my personal stories. It's got over 40 minerals in it. And it's got a lot of the case studies from the very early part of my career where I was doing a lot of gem and mineral healing with clients. So I think you will find it pretty cool if you haven't already checked it out. And it's one of the many books that I now have on Audible. So let's dig in. It's going to be a fun day. And I hope you will love Jonathan and Andy as much as I do. And I hope you'll enjoy Gemstone Journeys as well. So let's check it out. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Book Talk. We're here to talk about my book, Gemstone Journeys. And I'm with my friend, Cassandra Arnold, who did the audible narration. So Gemstone Journeys came out in 2002. So it is now over 20 years old. This is the very first book that I wrote that talked a lot about my personal background and my stories um, of how I grew up in a turquoise mine and how I ended up learning about the healing properties of gems and stones. And it's got over 40 stones in it and very, what I think, simplified directions that you can use to work with stones, to do self-healing and healing with others. And um, it was endorsed by Greg Braden, a past guest of my radio show, um, Jonathan and Andy Goldman, who you've seen on Healing Arts, who are dear friends of mine. And it's always just been one of my very, very favorite books that I ever wrote. Um, I had a really good time during those years. This was when I was making my annual pilgrimages out to the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show. And, and then from that book, the Edgar Casey Foundation had endorsed it. And then that's how I ended up being the person who wrote those other books for them was really through this book. It's just a really happy book to me because it connected me. It was just a lot of friends I've, I've had over the years who I met through the gem and mineral business. So it's one of my favorites. So Cassandra, what did you think when you thought about some of the things I was asking people to do in that one? <laughs> I love that book actually too. And the reason I like that book is because there's so many stones that you listed in that book, but each one has its own little description to it. And again, you don't spend a whole lot of time on each stone, but I, there were stones in there I'd never even heard of. I never knew existed. And so um, I liked reading, I liked narrating about your personal journey. Um, I don't know, it's, it's again, it's, it's educational and instructional, but it's not boring. So, you know, you give just enough attention to each stone, you know, and how to use it and what it's for. And I think anyone who is into gems and minerals would, would really, really enjoy this one. Well, thank you so much. So check out our book. And if you want to learn about gem and mineral healing, we would love to have you listen to the reading of it. So have a great day and we'll see you next time on Book Talk. 
We'll be right back. Hey friends, have you wanted to access the Akashic Records but had no idea how to do that? Well, guess what? My new book, Journeys Through the Akashic Records, will take you step by step through the process so that you can access other realms of consciousness for your own healing and transformation. This book will show you how to open the door to this wellspring of information, meet with your spirit guides, do present life healing, psychic protection, go out into the field of possibilities to access your higher soul's purpose, meet your guides and helpers, your soul group, and so much more. Again, over 50 guided journeys await you as you access the Akashic Records and receive information that is personal to you for your healing and self-transformation. Check out the book now. Just go over to my website, pastlifelady.com. Click on the book link and order today. Guess what? Healing Arts Podcast has been nominated for a Coalition of Visionary Resources Award as one of the best spiritual podcasts. Thank you so much for supporting my show and for listening to the program. I would love it if you would vote for the show. And the other nominees I have this year is Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds was nominated as the best book in past life regression. And Journeys Through the Akashic Records was nominated as one of the best self-help books. And so I've got the links below. I would love it if you would take a moment to vote for me. I would be so grateful. And if you complete the screens on the survey, hit the complete button and take a screenshot, you can email me at Shelly at ShellyCare.com and I will give you a free guided imagery journey that you can enjoy to say thank you for voting for my books and for this Healing Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I look forward to joining you for season 15, which will be coming up soon. And in the meantime... Thanks for your vote. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Hi, my dear friends, and welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. I am so excited today because some of my all-time favorite people in the whole world are with us today, my friends, Andy and Jonathan Goldman. Andy and Jonathan, welcome to Healing Arts. Oh, Shelly, hello, hello, and thank you so much for having us. Yes, it's my pleasure. Hi. What a gift. 
Thank you. It's it's a joy to connect with you again. I want to read your bios to the audience um, because you have so many exciting things going on. So let me go ahead and do that. Oh, thank so you. Jonathan Goldman is an international authority and pioneer in the field of sound healing. He's a renowned writer, musician, and teacher, and he's the author of several books, including The Divine Name and the 2011 Visionary Award for Best Alternative Book of the Year, The Seven Secrets of Sound Healing. And he's also a Grammy nominee and founder and director of the Sound Healers Association and CEO of Spirit Music. Jonathan was named as one of Watkins Mind Body Spirit Magazine's 100 Most Spiritually Influential Living people. And Andy Goldman, LPC, is a licensed psychotherapist specializing in holistic counseling and sound therapy. She's the director of the Healing Sound Seminars and the co-director of the Sound Healers Association. She is a musician, teacher, sound healer, award-winning author, and together this amazingly dynamic duo has authored Chakra Frequencies, which was also a Visionary Award winner for Best Alternative Health Book of the Year. And they've got this new one we're gonna talk about today, I can't wait, called The Humming Effect, which just won the 2018 Gold Visionary Award for Best Health and Healing Book. And both of those are from Inner Traditions. You two are wonderful. And I need to share a secret with you that you don't even know. I would like to share with you and the audience, my all-time favorite CD of all time. Da, da, da. Oh my the God. ultimate ohm. Oh, Shelly, thank you for that. That's no, oh. I'm serious. I love this. It was in its CD player. Ultimate yes, ohm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't find the case because this has been sitting in my CD player where it lives. <sighs> and friends at home, if you don't know what a CD player is. Um, <laughs> It's a device that we used to use, and I still use it because I love it. Um, I have the attention span of a fruit fly, basically, and I swear that I would not be able to write books or do any of the things I'm doing if it wasn't for the ultimate home. Oh. You know, I you know I teach a lot about like um, guided imagery and things like that, and I'm trying to tell people that they need sound because your music just brings people right into that state of awareness without some complicated, like, oh no, I need to do this or that. And it's just been invaluable. And I'm grateful um, to you for creating these tools that we all need so, so much in our world. So thank you. Thank you, Shelly. Totally a great blessing. And the ultimate home is just, a, it's a wonderful recording. And before we even go further, uh, <clears throat> What's so interesting is now, of course, with streaming and all that stuff, I'm going to hold this up and say, this is called maybe Frequencies. Sounds I have appealing. that one too. Which, which have little, you know, and that's one of them because people like yeah, want to, and then we have basically Frequencies too, which probably is going backwards. But <laughs> I have that too. one too. <laughs> Just because we want people to know that besides teaching all sorts of stuff about sound, as you know, there are a lot of recordings that uh, are very, very beneficial for people. And I'm really grateful that that has manifested in such a way. Yeah, because you're what you're doing with your music is you're taking our scattered consciousness and just by listening, you're bringing us into a state of awareness and focus and healing. Absolutely. And sound has that beautiful, powerful ability to do that, Shelley. And, you know, it just, 
I mean, we're sound people. So of course we really know that to be actually very accurate, but, you know, we hope that our audience will, you know, open up to having in, and it's in healing sounds, you know, there's a difference between sound and music and, you know, all music is sound, but all sound is not music per se. And so what, what Jonathan creates and what we've created is really sound and it's just embedded with frequencies of healing and, and the intention of love and, and gratitude. So anyway, thank you for bringing that up. Oh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. I have to give a shout out. I can't not give a shout out. Yes. I have those others that you've shown. And also of course, chakra chants, holy harmony. I mean, I have pretty much all of your music. I love it all. Um, but it's this ultimate ohm that I keep constantly by my side. And even if I feel, you know, ungrounded, scattered or whatever, that's the one I turn to, to bring myself into some kind well, of um, centered the, awareness. The, at the time that I created it, there had been no recording like it because I simply wanted to get, you know, when people, you get a room full of people doing ohm together, they're not going ohm, ohm, ohm. It, the sounds are basically not in the same key. They're floating over each other. They're happening simultaneously. They're happening apart. It's a continuous wave. So I wanted to create the uh, effect of this gigantic temple with thousands of people doing an ohm and all these different harmonics blossoming. And uh, you know that sound is actually uh, much more common these days. But I'd like to suggest that uh, I was certainly one of the first and. Uh, I think it's now been voted uh, also an iconic album of the year, you know, or uh, the decade. So we, we give thanks for, for that one. But yeah, it's so interesting. Most of these recordings sort of come up with, you know, I get these, if you like, downloads. Wouldn't it be interesting to hear what this sounds like? And then I try to create it. And I will acknowledge, Shelly, that if I've um, got 25 or 30 different recordings, that are released, I probably have a hundred that have not been released because they Please didn't put work. them out. Please. No, they did. They didn't work, and uh, you know, oh. you know, you have to honor what because once again, if something is an experiment, sometimes light is created when you put tungsten uh, and run electricity through it, and sometimes the light bulb blows up. But, you know, I also want to say, too, because these are all experiments that Jonathan really just has this enormous, I think, really genius to create, if you don't mind me mm -hmm. singing your praises there. And, and what happens, though, is that because we are all unique, unique vibratory beings and you know, depending on where we're at in our lives, he has unearthed some of these, you know, these experiments that he's done that he wasn't going to put out. And I've been listening and I'm going, honey, wait a minute. That is really amazing. Let's see if we can't do something with that. So even if you think they didn't That's work true. at the time, later in life, they can, uh, you know, sometimes yeah, that, that is an interesting phenomenon too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, sometimes uh, I'll create something and then it's supposed to be released 10 or even 20 years later. That has yeah, happened. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah I, I think because the planetary frequencies are changing. So maybe you were way ahead of your time. And then at that most appropriate moment, Andy will say, Hey, what's up? We need to get this out there. So that's, right. that's, that's exactly. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we will look forward to many, many more um, genius musical arrangements from the two of you for sure. So tell me now, I wanna hear about your, your humming effect. Tell us about that. Okay, can I give just Andy for a moment before I... Uh, yes. It's just the basic premise of sound, how and why sound yes. heals. This is gonna be a little teaching that's gonna be about five minutes long. And I'm gonna just give you as a gestalt to everybody who's gonna listen if they don't know. Okay. If you examine the basic tenets of the different spiritual traditions on the planet, they all have a commonality. In life, the universe and everything is created solely through the power of sound. In the beginning was the word and the Lord said, let there be light. Everything is vibration or modern quantum physicists Physicists are basically telling us that this is all so true, that everything is in a state of vibration. So the idea of using sound for healing is simply this. Everything is in a state of vibration from the electrons moving around the nucleus of an atom to planets and distant galaxies moving around their sun. They're all in vibrations. They're all conceptually putting out a sound. This includes our body, every organ, every bone, every tissue, every part of our body is in a state of resonance, and when we are in a state of healthy resonance, we say we're you know, in sound health, right? Um, but what happens if a part, we're like this orchestra that's playing the symphony of the self, what happens if one of the uh, instruments loses their shoot, sheet music? Perhaps the uh, violin loses their sheet music and they're playing out of tune, out of harmony, pretty soon these string sections off, pretty soon the entire orchestra's off. And this is akin to a part of our body vibrating out of its normal healthy resonant frequency. And the idea of using sound to heal basically is trying to restore that part of the body back into its normal healthy resonance. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, there are two basic ways that sound affects us. One is through our ears. So in other words, I'm taking these tuning forks, hitting them, bring them to my ears. The sound is going into my ears into my brain. These are very wonderful tuning forks tuned to the Pythagorean sacred ratio of the fifth, but going into our ear, into our brain, affecting our heart rate, respiration, brain waves, blood pressure, all sorts of great things like that. So it's going into us on a neurological level. And what I want to also just say is that when we're listening to any any music, any sound, even our voices, you know, to it's it's going in through our ears and traveling up into our our brains. And and anyway, I'll let you finish. I just wanted to to pop that in because listening is a fabulous healing totally, way totally. that we that, work with sound. So it's one of two ways. And once again, there's been some data to research this in terms of fMRIs and the effects of the brain when different music is being played and how we listen to music. That's one thing. But one thing that is now beginning slowly to gain attention. Okay, these are tuning forks. I'm hitting them together. And I'm now putting them on my body. They're going into my body, into a cellular level, working on my everything from my meridians down to a cellular level. This is called vibroacoustics. And this is now going to be a semi-new level of research. It's been around for a long time, but it's just uh, more people are focused on music in the brain. But they're showing that um, all sorts of wondrous and powerful healing things are happening to your, your cellular structure, including, for example, seemingly the rejuvenation of blood. 
among other things. So it's, it's no small thing. It's huge and it's really exciting. And so the, the term vibroacoustics, you know, I just want to say that word because it's really vibroacoustics, vibro vibrates in the body, on the body. We call these the vibro tuners. But the reason I wanted to mention that is because vibroacoustics now, for some beautiful reason, is getting more and more into our consciousness. And, and we're reading more articles about vibroacoustics. We're, you know, and, and, and when we begin to talk about our book, The Humming Effect, all of this is going to make perfect sense because that is a form of vibroacoustics when we hum. But we'll mm. talk about that in a minute. Now, why humming? Okay, so Shelly, why humming? We'll tell you. Because <laughs> we have like been in this field, I've been in 40 years, Andy about 25. So together we make a pretty uh, elderly oh. person. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a total sound being. A long time we have been here. And, and one thing we've noticed <laughs> with all the amazing things that we've been teaching, different mantras, harmonic, uh, tuning forks, bowls, bells, et cetera, is that most people are very, very shy about doing any sort of continued sound work because they're very judgmental about their voice. And uh, so we said, oh, Andy, what can we do to find a sound that everybody's gonna do? We looked at each other and we went, hmm. hmm. And <laughs> we went, aha. Everybody can hum, and from the young to the elderly, but we've never heard anyone say, you know, I am just really not a very good hummer, and they <laughs> just have not said that. So we felt like humming, because we've worked with so many sounds and so many uh, mantras and all kinds of, of different, you know, chakra sounds and on and on, but we thought, more than anything, we wanted people to be able to open up to the absolute beautiful power of working with sound through their own voice because they have within themselves this instrument that is healing. And when they begin to work with humming and knowing that they can make this sound and all these things are happening, which we'll talk about in a minute also. But that was really, I think our main, our main goal was to, you know, do a sound that people would not be judgmental toward themselves about, but also a way of, of getting more sound information out to the people. So we wanted to find a sound that was inclusive not exclusive. And I was thinking about this yesterday, just this term. You don't need any sort of talent to hum, okay? You don't need to be a trained musician or a trained singer or whatnot to be able to do these practices. You, everybody can hum. You don't need any training. Uh, it's not a quote talent artistic thing, although I'm sure, look, I did, a, I, I have a recording called The Cosmic Hum, and it's a really amazing recording that creates heartbrain coherence and all sorts of other stuff. So you can do anything with anything. But the hum, by its very nature, from our perspective, is um, a tool that everybody can do, use. It's almost, you remember how they used to say that marijuana was a gateway drug? Yes. Humming is a gateway healing sound. Wow. <laughs> That is amazing. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because once you get into humming, 
and you start doing that, that's enough to take you there, or it can open up stuff and you go, well, I want to find out more. Right. And, you know, the interesting thing is that we, in our book, we call it, con and when we're teaching, we call it conscious humming, because we're very consciously doing the humming, because, you know, I mean, you can hum, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, America the Beautiful or whatever, but when you're, or mm -hmm. but when you're, you know, consciously humming, you know, you're working with intention, you're working with all sorts of other aspects of sound, and, and because, Shelly, because humming is such um, a, a, a very simple sound and, it, you know, it's like everybody can hum. We thought, wait a minute, if we write a book about humming, how in the world are people going to take us seriously? Right. <laughs> and, and it is a very serious, I mean, you have fun when you're humming for sure, but it is a very serious topic because of opening up to sound. And so what we did, we the whole first chapter of our book is nothing but peer-reviewed research. So it really validates on physical, mental, and emotional levels, the power of sound and humming. Wow. It's, yeah, yeah. so it, it's real. And I'm also gonna say just, when we talk about conscious humming, we'll talk about more of it later, of course, but we're not just really talking about, uh, mm, that's great. But if you sit there and you basically take a breath, close your eyes, and then sound, just one sound, a few times most people have never even done that and that is a life-changing thing which we will get going to do in a couple of minutes but first want to tell you some of the physiological benefits of humming drum roll <laughs> drum roll so no when... <laughs> oh wait that was a rim shot sorry about that right, here we go <laughs> Ah, yay! <laughs> Tibetan bowl. <laughs> oh, <I love> it. <laughs> but um, Shelly, what we'd like our audience, like you, you and our audience to know is that when we are humming, and once again, this is a, uh, a vibroacoustic effect. It's going into our bodies. It's almost like we're giving ourselves an internal massage, but what is happening on a physiological level, our blood pressure is lowered. Our heart rate is lowered. There are numerous different hormones that are emitted, such as melatonin, such as oxytocin, and that is the trust hormone. And I mean, certainly when we're all humming together, there's this feeling of no separation. You just feel connected to either yourself or the world, but that's the oxytocin that's being emitted. And there is a very important molecule that gets activated when we hum, and that is nitric oxide. And Jonathan, that's yeah. his favorite thing to well, talk I mean, about. Nitric oxide <laughs> is really gaining in polarity. I've seen all sorts of ads for uh, it to, you know, you take these different fruit juices or beet juices, and it's great. But what if you could produce your own nitric oxide, which you can by humming, because humming is the most profoundly powerful vibroacoustic of, uh, sound that you can make. And nitric oxide, among other things, is a vasodilator, which means it basically loosens up your, uh, you know, uh, bloodstream and lets your circuit uh, blood circulate really well. And incidentally, also, it is a 
antiviral agent. So it seems mm. to be really good for, uh, you know, if you're hot, let's say uh, sinusitis, which is an inflammation of the sinus cavity that uh, people have written me about and these doctors talk about the fact that if you have sinusitis, a proven method of dealing with that is simply by humming, you do a little bit of a nasalized uh, tone, it'll clear up your uh, sinuses and take care of the nasty critters that are there. And there are other nasty critters as well that encode themselves on these different areas. Is it possible that, pros you know, that we could use humming to take care of them? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's worth a try. You know, yes. uh, and another thing, of course, we're talking, you know, is the fact that when you hum, it helps oxygenate the cells. This is another thing that has been proven. So uh, I think that the work of uh, this friend of ours who's uh, doing this work over in England with the blood, uh, blood chemistry and how it's being rejuvenated with sound, it's simply the, a lot of the research hasn't been done yet, but right. it will be. And when it's done, they're going to go, wow, something so simple. I mean, once again, taking it back even to the most simplistic level of breath, who would have thought that breath is important? Of course, if we don't breathe, there's no life. But, you know, the fact that there's conscious breathing, pranayama, the ancient Hindu uh, system, of, you know, the science of breath, this is now coming into our consciousness. And it's amazing what the ancients knew because there is, if you like, an advanced yogic technique called Brahmari Pranayama. Very, very powerful yogic sound technique, which is basically humming. Mm. And in our book, The Humming Effect, we have a chapter on it. And what the ancients talked about and also you know, some other uh, more modern people talked about in terms of the benefits of uh, humming literally are almost the same as what we have for our peer review thing, except there's some other things such as, and we'll talk about this too later, and it's effective for the use of Alzheimer's. And we have this whole uh, wow. chapter in our book called The Humming Hypothesis about why this is uh, probably very, very true. And we believe that neurogenesis, which is the regeneration of nerve cells in the brain, is quite possible through a mechanical resonance of stimulation of our own self-created sounds. But I talk too much. Back to Andy. Oh. <laughs> now we want to hear more. We want to hear more. <laughs> but when we were actually, you know, deciding that this was the book, the next book that we wanted to, uh, you know, co-collaborate uh, with and co-author. And so we really started doing even, you know, we knew that humming was effective in terms of, you know, uh, helping us you know, decrease our stress level and, you know, just to bring it ourselves into balance. But we started doing a lot more in-depth research and we were really honestly amazed at the amount of information uh, by peer-reviewed research that really is out there. And, and that's why even though this is a simple sound to make, and, and it, it's such an effective way of working with sound, it really scientifically has research to back up the reasons why we feel less stressed when we're humming. The, you know, and the thing is with humming too, Jonathan was just talking about breath. And we, you know, we have a chapter in our book on breath, because without our breath, 
of course there is no sound. And so we take nice deep breaths and then, you know, we hum. But one of the things that I always like to do, Shelley, is that on our book, The Humming Effect, which I'm going to just hold up for our audience, because on the back, there's a beautiful, beautiful quote by our dear friend, Bruce Lipton, who wrote The Biology of Belief. And I just love to read this quote because it kind of brings it all into focus and then we can you know, go more in depth. But he says, I highly recommend the humming effect for all those impacted by the stress of the modern world. We can all certainly relate to that now, yes. <laughs> more so. Um, he says, it is a powerful non-pharmaceutical prescription, non-pharmaceutical prescription for self-healing that has only positive side effects, such as harmony, health, and happiness. And that I think for us kind of just sums it up. It is, um, it, it, it's non-pharmaceutical. We, we really appreciated Bruce writing such a gorgeous quote for us. And, and, and plus it just makes a lot of sense because our modern world and especially with the pandemic that was, you know, has still going on obviously, yes. but you know, is, you know, hopefully coming to a close, but it's still happening. You know, there's been extra, extra stress in people's lives, stress that came in for so many different reasons connected to the pandemic. And so the fact that you have that ability within yourself to help yourself through something like conscious humming, wow, that's pretty good. Oh, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> That is good. And, you know, I love that you have the research to back it up, but you mentioned, you know, the, the fun. And I think definitely during the pandemic, even the fact that it would be fun just to hum, that's a good thing, don't you think? Just to create joy and... Wait, I think your sound, I can't hear you right now. Can you hear me? People hum when they're happy. You can't yes. hum when you're angry. And yes. Shelly, this is, a, you know, will you play a little game with us for a second? Yes, of course. It's fun. Okay, this is a so game. the one thing that we say about humming, you know, you know, because it doesn't matter if you're good boys, bad boys, this and that, but we say in order to properly hum, you got to put your lips together. Hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. if, you, if your mouth is open, ma then that's not a hum, okay? okay? So with that in mind, I want you to put your lips together. I want you to hum and then about a couple of seconds, pinch your nose so people can see that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? I'll take my glasses off for this one. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Mm. You can't <laughs> hum I can't do if it. your nose is pinched. Now, you, you didn't know that, did you? I didn't know this. This is incredible. Most people don't. We we know people who are doing really advanced work with sound, and oh, humming, humming. I said, okay, do this. Like, whoa! I said, well, you didn't know this. Is there other stuff about the hum that perhaps you can learn from us? So I want to suggest that we always do that as a little, you know, a goofy thing. Have people do that? And <laughs> wow, I didn't know you could. Well, is there other things about the hum that perhaps we might reveal to you? Yes, apparently. 
I like to listen to um, some Buddhist chanting in the morning, you know, and at times I do try to then hum along with this chant. And you're right. I mean, it creates a totally different space and you do feel that within yourself. Right. Well, you know, yes. you know, if I were to say, well, listen, I'm going to teach you all how to go. Wow. And the thing is going, you're playing music. Well, now it's recognizing it at least as not being a uh, background ambient thing. But that's not something you can teach people for the most part. That happened as sort of an experience of my uh, literally it, it was an extraordinary spiritual magical experience and uh, you, humans can learn how to do that a select few but it's not something everybody can learn so i you know we love tibet you know tibetan uh, chanting in fact uh, one of our grammy nominated albums was uh, lama tashi doing tibetan master chants and it's wonderful but uh it's not, it's not inclu you know, inclusive of everyone. It's very exclusive, but basically. Uh, but, but however, Shelly, what you were just saying is that in that. the morning when you're listening to the Buddhist, you know, to the chanting that you start humming along with it. And it just is a whole different experience. Mm -hmm. So even though people can't necessarily do what's called the, you know, the Tibetan deep voice, Jonathan, right. you know, can do that, but it, like we asked Lama Tashi, how long did it take him to learn how to do that? And he said, oh, he's been working on it for about 10 years right. to really, and he was the right. chant master for the Dalai Lama I mean, yeah, on occasion. Probably the most yeah. famous chant master on the planet. So, <laughs> so but you can hum, you mm. can hum along with it. And what, what a gift that we have been in, endowed with in our, in our body. So, yeah. And one of the things that's really, I don't want to say a secret to sound healing, but really a secret sound healing is the <laughs> fact that it's a formula that I created many, many years ago. And we'll simply put it as frequency plus intent equals healing. So frequency is the picture. I'm just moving all around with the frequency. Uh, which is an, another way of calling it pitch. But uh, that's one thing. But also intention is the consciousness, consciousness or the energy that you encode upon the sound. And that can really affect the effect of the sound. What it's doing to you is what, what do you want it to do to you? And when you're humming particularly and you're closing your eyes and you start putting your intention you want to be vibrating in your head, in your chest, in your stomach, or whatnot? Do you want to put colors in it? And our dear friend, Sarah Benson, she one time gave us one of the great codes for sound healing. She said, she said, the true sound of healing is love. And love, the intention of love that we put on our sound, whether it's humming, whether it's, <clears throat> excuse me, singing, whatever, whatever it is, when we put love as that intention, that is, you know, that just amplifies the healing frequency plus intent equals healing. But <clears throat> the neat thing with humming, Shelley, is that with intention, for instance, if someone's got a headache, okay, 
you know, oh my God, my head's killing me. You know, what's happening here? You can close your eyes. Mm, You can start humming, you know, take a few deep breaths, relaxing your body, start humming, and then imagine or visualize that hum going into, for instance, that part of your head where you're feeling that pain. And doing that for even a few minutes can be such an assist to, you know, help. So once again, it's that frequency plus intent. You can use it with something like humming. Right. And keeping going for just another second, when we breathe, if we breathe in nice deep breaths, the energy of love and gratitude, that also creates this wonderful heart-brain coherence. Bring our attention down to our heart, and it really amplifies our electromagnetic field, and it's really wonderful for it's like the healing process. And then, so as we're breathing in, feeling love, and then we're going to actually lead you just in three hums right now, so people can get an idea of this. And we're also okay. going to su- suggest sit up straight. I'm trying. <coughs> <laughs> And when we do it, close your eyes. Andy's going to lead us to take a couple of breaths. And then we're simply going to do three hums. Normally we do a whole lot more, but hey. Normally we have, you know, we do a practice with humming every day. For about five minutes. And even five minutes can really shift and change your whole energy field. But right now, just to give our audience a brief um, experience of what humming is, we're going to ask you to close your eyes and take a nice, deep, what I like to call belly breath. You want that diaphragmatic breath to come through. So take a few nice, deep breaths, breathing in and Letting it go, breathing in and out. And as you're breathing in and out, your body is becoming more relaxed. It's going to support your sound. And now on the next breath, when we breathe out, we will bring forth the beginning of three hums. So breathing in. Breathing in and out. just being in silence for a moment and checking yourself out 
Silence is so important. It is the yin to the yang of sound, and it is the place where the major shift in transformation occurs, silence. So checking yourself out, how do you feel? You're a little lightheaded? Mm. Where did you feel that vibrating? And let's just open our eyes. We would do this longer, but hey, okay. And you know, it's so important after we've worked with sound in any capacity, the silence is something that is absolutely integral really to the experience of working with sound. And it's something that I think we as a culture have trouble with being in silence, but yet it is in that silence where the shifts and changes do occur. And I always like to say that it's in that silence where we listen and we hear our inner wisdom. And that can often happen that inner wisdom can come through in that silence after we have been in sound. How did that little itty bit of sound uh, affect you, Shelley? Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Um, you talked about, you know, earlier closing your eyes and sending the sound, like if you had a headache or some other challenge, you send the sound there consciously. What I noticed is, um, it seems that the sound, I wanted to get your feedback on this. It, it was, I could really only hear it out of my right ear and I couldn't really hear anything over here. So I didn't know if that's because the sound is needed over here. You know, I just feel like the sound knows where it's needed or how it's to be perceived in that moment. I just wanted to get your impression on that. I think that's very true. And I think also it'll change from moment to moment and exercise to exercise. And if that's what's so, so unique about sound. Did, did you feel a little lightheaded or um, blissed out as you did that? Or did you feel, where, you know, where'd you feel the vibrations? Um, yeah, I felt them. I really didn't feel them here. I felt them all here. And then I'm feeling, um, we always, in Texas where I am, we have a lot of um, allergens. I just feel some nice um, release there and mm -hmm. very blissed out, very relaxed. Oh, I and wanted it, to ask Shelly if you did feel a little bit less, you know, I, I don't sense a lot of stress at all coming from you. This is just such a fun interview. But did you feel your body kind of going into that place of maybe balance or feeling more relaxed, even with just those three hums? Oh, definitely. Because you've just created more space. It's almost like when you hold your breath, or you clench your fist, and then you just let it go. There's a space that gets created. And it's like, Oh, how wonderful. So yeah, I'm 20 times more relaxed than I was even before. Thank, thank you. Thank you for sharing. You two are wonderful, though. So you're easy and fun to relax with. But um, it's even more relaxing now. I can so, tell you that. Yeah. And we want to suggest that a great, listen, I am so undisciplined. I don't want to even get into it. I am so <laughs> undisciplined. Yay, but one, I understand. But one thing that everybody can do, sit in a chair, find a place where you won't be disturbed, close your eyes. You owe yourself this. And yeah. hum for five minutes, which is, you know, 25 hums or put a little timer on or however, and you do it. And I will almost guarantee that the only thing you want to make sure of is that you allow yourself another five minutes after you've hummed, because you may be so lightheaded and blissed out that you can't get up. So if you have set your timer, because you got to go to the school bus or whatnot, give yourself a little a extra little time. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> but it's incredible what it's doing to you as a 
uh, pharmacological mm -hmm. output of different things. It'll calm you. It's an advanced yoga technique. Uh, we think that it's very, very good for stimulating different portions of your neural synaptic connection. Being able to project it into different parts of your body, if you have allergies, a blockage, let's say you know, you're having trouble with X, Y, or Z, you can even learn to project it working with the intentionality and a little bit of the pitch to project it to almost any part of your body. And, and Shelly, in, in our book, we've got many different exercises that people can do that start very simply and then build to more, you know, complex exercises, working with intention and so forth. And then even on to advance Brahmari Pranayama, pranayama, which is an advanced yogic technique, but there's different exercises that people can do uh, that we, I wanted to share. So, uh, and you know, the other thing I wanted to share too was when we were talking about having fun with, with humming, you know, children love humming. And I know yeah. that friends of mine who have children, you know, school-age children or adult children, doesn't matter really, but I was thinking more of school-age children and they, you know, really hum together. And they've mm. told me that their kids just love it and everybody kind of relaxes and they begin to sort of be playful and they have fun with it. And at the same time, you know, they're releasing a lot of, you know, pent up stress and, you know, anxiety and all of that. So I wanted to mention that as well. So the other thing I wanted to bring up, you asked me if I was lightheaded and I can tell you there probably would have been a time when I would have been lightheaded. And don't you think that speaks to the fact that a lot of us just aren't taking that time for ourselves to even just breathe properly. And I, it feels like humming could be a great way just to learn to breathe properly. If nothing else, even that could be beneficial. Oh, it's great. And we do it all the time. If you wake up in the middle of the night, and if you're looking for the release of melatonin, which is, of course, a, you know, enhances the sleep process, start humming for a while, and uh, it'll put you to sleep if that's your intention. But if you're looking in the, you know, at the same time, if you want to chill out and, and get some inner information, you can do that. What is your intention? Where do you want the sound to uh vibrate and what's your purpose for having it vibrate or and you have this extraordinary ability to do that and you don't need to get a phd in humming we'd like it right. and we do you know we have some advanced stuff in the humming effect and we highly recommend that people really get into you know reading it we wrote and it's also a fun read <laughs> it is so I also wanted to say congrats. Um, you've won so many awards over the course of your amazing careers. Um, you are nominated for some more um, Coalition of Visionary Resources awards this year for some of your other work. So I just wanted to say congrats on that. Um, one is for the divine name. Oh, yeah. Shelly, that's maybe, maybe the coolest sound that I that we ever brought forth. It's a, um, I've written a book where Greg Braden did the uh, introduction to it. And it's a great book about a rediscovery of a harmonically related series of vowel sounds that where the sound goes from the crown center down to the root, then back up, which may well be uh, one of these, shall we say, great divine names that comes from the, uh, what they call the Abrahamic traditions, et cetera. And, and it's a wonderful thing. So we 
basically taught this workshop over um, November 9th to 11, November 11th, 2011. So it would culminate on 11-11 at 2011 with the sounding of the divine name, which was also our 11th anniversary, <laughs> wedding anniversary. At, at the time. <laughs> so, this, so it was all That's filmed with all this stuff. And then last year, uh, I took this recording and cut it up into smaller pieces because there it was about you know 20 hours of um, experience and made this really wonderful, wonderful uh, now uh, video streaming downloadable thing, which is great. It's called the 1111 Divine Name Seminar. And and it's and it's uh, you know it was a three day seminar that we did here in Boulder, and over three days, so there was you know a lot of hours. And of course nowadays, obviously, we'll, we weren't able to do things in person. But even when we are able to do things in person, three days is a long time, even for people now. You know they want to have just an afternoon or the one day or whatever. So we really divided you know those three days into these very listenable chunks of time like 20 minutes of you know different teachings and so that's our 1111 divine name right. workshop well, that we are re reissued right <laughs> way cool because the energy the energy was so important yeah. because that's one of the things that i mean god bless our ability to do things with <laughs> zoom and all that stuff but when you do it in a room yeah. full of a few hundred people and they are sounding along with you and they're going through the it's a step-by-step -step process of vibratory activation using sacred sound you can feel this absolutely and um yeah it has been a really weird year and i do thank god every day for zoom um you've got a great youtube channel and i know you've been keeping in touch with people that way and earlier you were showing us some of your tuning forks and so if people go to healingsounds.com i noticed you're offering a lot of these Tuning right, forks, including the Pythagorean one. Right, and these are so these are designed as psychoacoustic tools, meaning you hit them, and I'll just get an idea of the sound. Ah, oh, how wonderful! But of course, it's supposed to be done like this. And it's <clears throat> and it's this. just for the etheric body. It's for the auric body, oh, and it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, on a on a bioenergetic level, it's so cool. And then ultimately, it was hilarious. These were 20 years in the making, meaning that we were using them 20 years ago at the Healing Sounds Intensive. Finally said, hey, let's make them available because nobody seems to be making this particular set, which is the same ratio of the fifth. And you hit them together and you put them on your body and it's a great sonic massage. I love these. And what I then began researching was the fact that between the two, they create what is called a difference tone of 32 cycles a second, which falls right in the sweet spot of that. Remember, we were talking about vibroacoustics, yeah. sounds within the frequency range into the, in the body. So there's something real special. So we have tuning forks. We have lots of free downloads. We've got books. We've got X, Y, or Z, and all sorts of great information. It's an award-winning website. Yes, it won a cover award many years ago, and we just keep getting it better. Um, rarely ever talk about that, but it's healingsounds.com. And, and there's a lot of educational material on it. I mean, there's obviously a lot of tools that people, you know, can get, and but there's a lot of 
educational information about sound. And that's, that's what I like to right. put out there because people can learn more yeah. about sound just by going to our website. I've got a blog there on sound and immunity. That's a six part uh, blog and it mostly deals with humming, but how sound can enhance and boost our immunological system. How cool is that? It's the ultimate in cool without a prescription. There you Amazing. go, Shelly. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> now, before the show, friends, um, Jonathan and I were talking. You had a story you wanted to share because we were talking about my book, Past Lives with Pets. And you had a story that had I known about it, I would have needed to include it. And I was wondering if you would share it with us. Okay, Shelly, I will. I'm going to make it a little longer than that one. Okay. <laughs> We back want to hear it all, so right, we're ready. So back in 1976, my mother passed away. I was pretty young. Oh, sorry and um, I loved my mother really. Oh, my goodness gracious. Incredible being. And I remember I was living in Boston. So I got off the MTA. That's the subway system there. And got off and there's a woman holding a baby Samoyed. Those are white furry dogs. And I said, I have a hole in my heart. I need to get me one of those. Can you please write me the name and address of the person who you got that from? They did. I went back to my apartment. That night I went to a party. Came back late at night, probably about two in the morning, opened the door to the apartment. And as I did this white blur, went past me and I looked and there's a full grown white Samoyed looking at me smiling. And I went out in the street looking for its owner because I figured, you know, it's a purebred animal. What's going on here? There's nobody. Took the dog inside and amazingly, he had a telepathic rapport with me from get go. Literally, I would think, think something would go like this. I'm not making this up. It sounds nuts. No, I believe but, you. And, you know, I, I went looking for its owner with, you know, for about a week. And finally, and I named him Spirit because he was a spirit in the night that just manifested. And he was with me for ooh, four or five years. And then he literally disappeared in an absolutely most magical way. And he was a well-known dog, but it was quite incredible. And I had a, a well-known psychic actually tell me that he wasn't a dog, that he was a big blue-headed being from another dimension that was here to guide me, uh, sent by my mother until uh, it was time for this being to go on to you know, somebody else. And that's a true story and it's a real story. And my company, my music company was named after him. And at the time it was a rock and roll company, but I changed it and uh, to becoming a new age company. And the only thing they didn't have to change, the music changed, but the name of the company never did. It was Spirit Music and it still is Spirit Music. Wow, that is absolutely incredible. It's an amazing story. I love Samoids. I had yeah, a stuffed oh. Samoid when I was a kid, which is really weird, but I okay. think they're fantastic. They're absolutely beautiful animals. Yeah, he was, and this being, it was great. I didn't have to teach him any stupid pet tricks because he was so telepathically. I just looked at him and I think, sit, need sit. And, you know, it was crazy. So there was something else going on. 
But hey, I know everybody thinks that. Well, and that was, of course, obviously way before I met Jonathan, because you know, met him 25 years ago, and he was, I think, 25 years old when that happened. But when I heard the story, Shelley, I too, I was like, that is unbelievable. That is an amazing story. And I know Jonathan really well, and I know it was absolutely true. It's just amazed, amazed me. Yeah. So speaking yeah, of these blue beings, I guess I've never told you guys this, but yet I mentioned again before the show, we were talking about I'm from New Mexico originally, mm -hmm. and I was going out there to do healing several years ago, energy healing at a spa in Santa Fe. And I stopped at a rest stop and it, and I closed my eyes for a minute and I saw a blue being in my inner mind. And this blue being started getting me into this strange um, chanting of sounds and syllables that I had never pronounced before. And I thought I was crazy because of course nobody could see this being, but when I showed up to the spa, the lady at the desk went, there's a blue lady standing behind you. And so I was under the impression this woman was from Sirius and Might be, I ended up learning some healing things from her. So I, I bet you. And also, know. I think there, there's a being either called the blue uh, medicine kachina or just the blue yes. kachina who basically is out in that neck of the woods as well. So, you know, Interesting. how cool. Yeah, I, I do believe in all this. I've had these experiences mm. myself and uh, mm. you can download <laughs> a lot of information from them. Yes. And I think they're here really to help us and to really yeah. guide us and really assist us in, in very positive, loving ways. I definitely believe so. And just and one so, last, last oh, thing about sound, which is that listening to certain sounds, particularly sounds that expand your consciousness and whatnot, can make you more receptive and more resonant to being in contact with these higher levels of consciousness whether it's chanting yourself or listening to music or whatnot. So sound is a huge thing because it's basically creating the energetic field that these beings can therefore manifest in sometimes. Yeah, it's opening up the frequency, the frequencies around you, allowing then that opening for them. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, you mentioned earlier um, this whole idea that we've been locked up for a year, we've had to rely on Zoom and things. And I think your humming book is really, really timely because it's something that we can do on our own. But I wanted to ask also, as musicians, you alluded to this earlier, it must be really challenging. And I'm sure you can't wait to just really get back out there because the experience of music beyond the sounds themselves to me has always been this tribal gathering of souls getting together for a common purpose. So have you missed it? I assume you have. And, and I just wanted to know your thoughts about <laughs> getting back out there and getting together again. Well, as yeah. You do this. Uh, and sadly, as you know, there's this thing called latency, which is like, if I hit, if we clap together, they're not going to be in time. Even if we got on one, Zoom, two, three, on Zoom, because yeah. through the internet or whatnot. So you can't really do it. I'm a jamming guy. I've always been a jamming guy ever since I uh, played my first Beatles song or whatnot. So, and it's hard to jam by yourself or even with your beloved wife, but then you have people and you know, you sit yeah. there and you know, by gosh. So I look forward to this, but then at the same time, what a blessing to 
be able to jam with my beloved That's wife on so many things. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Shelly, we have really missed, you know, that, you know, particularly because when there's a lot of people together or small groups, it doesn't really matter. But when you're with other people and you are sounding, whether you're, you know, sounding, whether you're humming, whether you're sounding your chakras, whatever it is that you're doing with your own voice, you know, that oxytocin is emitted and, you know, there is that deep connection. And we have been very, very grateful, however, that Zoom, you know, came on the scene during this time, because what's happened, even though we are not able to be in person with people, but what's happened is that more and more and more people have been opened up to sound because yeah. of Zoom and because people are, you know, like your show today. Thank you for having us oh, because this is like a way to get more and more people interested in sound. So I give thanks for Zoom on that level. Yeah. And yes, of course, we have missed that, you know, interaction with people, but yeah. And I, I will say, this, that every year we do an event called World Sound Healing Day, which takes place on Valentine's Day in which we make a sonic valentine and project it to the Gaia matrix, the energy of the uh, Mother Earth. And this year uh, we needed to rely solely on the internet and it was a virtual event and it was brilliant. There were hundreds and hundreds of virtual events happening throughout the planet with hundreds and hundreds of people going into them. So on a level, it was great. But at the same time, we would do our own event here in Boulder. We'd go to a place and we'd rent it out. And we'd get a few hundred people and they'd be basically ah-ohming for an hour. And you know what, Shelley? It's beyond oxytocin. It's beyond this and that. A field of light and love through sound is created that's yeah. palpable. Yeah. And it's magical. And 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 Shelley, interestingly, this year was our 19th year for you know uh, facilitating and sponsoring World Sound Healing Day, and so it was a real challenge to how are we going to do this because normally throughout the planet people gather and they do groups on that day, you know, all during the day. And of course we do one here in Boulder and over the years, so many people look forward to it every year. It's on Valentine's day and, yeah. and it's, you know, a beautiful thing to do before taking your, you know, your honey out to dinner or whatever. And so it was, uh, we're looking forward to being able to get back to that in person time. Right. And There's we hope that in 2022, that that will, you know, be happening and but yeah we we've missed it but we're also grateful for beautiful shows like yours Shelly that you. has allowed us to connect with more people so thank you yeah I started the show because I figured well you know we're stuck um, I want to be seeing people you know in whatever way that we can so I'm just grateful that you wanted to come on the show and when you mention your world sound healing day I mean I've known you all for many many years so I've probably known you since about the time that was getting started way back in the day. And I mean, it's just so cool um, just to connect with you again after all this time. And you're still doing amazing work out there and lots and lots of fans. And we need everyone to check this out, The Ultimate Ohm. I'm going to put up the links to Healing Sounds and all the incredible work you're doing. And I just wish you tons of continued success, joy, happiness, and I cannot wait until I see you again out here.
in person one of these days. But until then, I'm going to mm, my way through everything now, thanks to you. I'm listening to you and anybody who's listening now and forever who's will be listening, watching this, blessings of love and light through sound. And just keep that sound and love in your heart. And Shelly, thank you for the beautiful work that you're doing. And thank you for having us on your show today. It's been a blessing for us. So many blessings right back to you and all of our listeners. Thank you. You as well. Friends, you must check out healingsounds.com, my dear friends, Andy and Jonathan Goldman, a blessing in my life that will become a blessing in your life if you don't know them already. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Healing Arts. Wow, was that fun or what? I love humming. I do it a lot in my car and they are reminding me once again why that is a good thing to be doing, not only in my car, but in other times as well. And so I hope you'll try it also. It's so much fun. And check out Gemstone Journeys. I think you'll find that one to be a very fun uh, book as well. I also do have a Gemstone Healing Certification on the Healing Arts School that is called Gemstone Journeys. And I take you via video through um, a lot of healing information if you want to work with gems and stones. So I'll have the links to that below along with the links to these books. Um, I appreciate your listening. I hope you're having as much fun as I am looking back at the past. I hope you're doing well and you are in my thoughts and prayers always. And I cannot wait until we get together again for another fun episode of Healing Arts. Hey friends, guess what? My new book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, Understand Your Soul's Journey Through Time, is out and available. And you can order this book and visit ancient civilizations, including prehistory hunter-gatherers, Mesopotamia, Babylon, the Persian Empire, Egypt, Greece, Europe, the Americas, Rome, Asia, and Australia and travel into other worlds, including Atlantis and Lemuria, outer space, and so much more. This book features over 50 guided journeys to help you understand your soul's journey through time. So check it out. Visit my website, pastlifelady.com. Click on the book link and order Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds today. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.